0: This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by jokermag.com. All righty then, welcome to the Sneaky Plays Podcast. It is week 16 of the NFL season, championship weeks for fantasy, um, but this is Daily Fantasy here, and I'm with Morris and Giero. What's up, guys?
1: What is up? What's up, everybody? My technical uh, difficulties have been solved. I'm back in action. We hope. Yeah, we,
0: <coughs> we can only hope, Morris. We can only hope, yeah. I'm sick, too.
1: I apologize. Cough's getting the best of me.
0: Well, that's what happens <coughs> when you rip the jewel.
1: <laughs> But the Eagles are back. That's all that matters. Oh yes, they are. <laughs> they are back and at it, Dom. With the the only person maybe I know outside of Eagles fans, Faith and Nick Foles. I told you. I know, and I kind of believe it too. But I didn't want to get too optimistic about it. But what what we all thought might happen happened, and it has been as
2: close as you would define as the anarchy this week in Philly. <laughs> they were they were talking about it today on uh, the news. <clears throat> Yo. They have Michael Irvin on, so they're talking. Oh, of course. Francesa? No, uh, the midday show. Oh, gotcha. Francesa's on break for another three weeks. Woo. Oh, jeez, that guy, he's a whole other story. So, uh, but he was saying how <clears throat> Nick Foles, you know, this could be it for Carson.
1: <laughs> could well, be. I mean, it
2: depends on how
1: far if we actually get to the playoffs. Well, yeah, it would all and...
2: depend on that. But Yeah, that's what it depends on. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Foles is gearing up for the first week of January, too. Oh, man, I would, I would, man.
1: (laughs) You know I've been thinking about that all week. Well. Gets me excited thinking about it, but.
2: It might become a reality.
1: I don't want to, I can't guarantee something like that's going to happen, but there is, there's no doubt of magic about Foles, man. The team feels it, the city feels it. They just play hard for him. Um, and he clearly, I mean, he, he has good touch on the ball and that helps a guy like Alshon jump balls, takes more chances. So, I mean, if he's got the hot hand again. I mean, he's not a full season quarterback. I I don't, I really don't believe that. I don't think Nick Foles is your franchise QB, but I think he's a very streaky guy and I think he's confident and he's poised and under the right circumstances when he only has to play a condensed amount of time, the team rallies behind him. I mean, we've, we've already seen it happen once, so don't let us get in. That's all I'm saying.
2: About to see it again, so.
1: Oh, man.
0: We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, speaking of Nick Foles, let's just dive into the quarterbacks, eh? True. Yeah. What do you got, Morris? What do you got? Uh,
1: my Definitely my top QB of the week Baker Mayfield. A guy that's been really turned it on the second half of the season. Um, to the unlikely Browns, who were still alive in the AFC playoff picture. Um Baker yet yeah, last week. Decent performance on Saturday night against uh Denver and Mile High, not bad. Uh threw for 188, two touchdowns. Um, but really as the whole second half of the season, I mean, I think the Browns have won like four out of their last five. Um and going against just, you know, a defense that we've picked on kind of all season, the you know, of the Cincinnati Bengals. These games in Cleveland too. He put up big numbers against Cincinnati last time, uh in Cincinnati, 26 fantasy points. Four touchdown passes. So I think he's a no doubter this week.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to keep riding a hot hand in Nick Falls 4,700. <laughs> uh, he was my other guy. I mean, <clears throat> this guy is clearly, you know, we just talked about it a little bit, but he can clearly, you know, play. And he makes, I feel like he, you know, makes everybody just from the coaches to the players to, you know, everyone. And, you know, they're able to call, it seems, more plays for him that, you know, he know, they know he'll get, you know, the playbook's more dynamic almost with him, I feel like. Uh, and Alshon Jeffrey loves him, I mean. So, you know, I do like to ride the high hand this week in Nick Foles. Uh, he, throws, he throws the touch passes to Jeffrey well, which is what Carson,
1: Wentz has a better arm and throws a much, like, prettier ball with zip on the ball you know, the intermediate 15 to 20-yard range. But Foles just has – he has the teardrop effect. Michael Kendricks described it on hard knocks this year, and it's 100% true. The way he's just able to drop balls in there, especially on deep balls, on jump balls. We saw Jeffrey in the Super Bowl last year catch a ball just like that. Um, And that's a lot – you know, that was similar to what happened on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anybody would argue with anybody, you know, that Nick Foles is a better, more athletic quarterback than Carson Wentz but I feel like just for the way this Eagles team is designed, I think he's a better quarterback for the Eagles, you know, and maybe not going into the future, but man, he's sure made the discussion very tough for everyone. When when Nick gets hot, man, I mean, yeah, we quarterback, but we've
1: seen it. We we've, we've seen it all the way. It's, it's amazing. This the path that he took.
2: Yeah, know? I mean, it is. From, it is from being hard.
1: in Philly to leaving to coming back to Philly. And the fact that he had, I mean, he had one of the best 27 touchdowns, two interceptions, Chip Kelly's first season. I and mean,
2: we saw him have a lot of success
1: before. And it's a tribute to the guy.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's just, he, he likes the ball. And I think he kind of takes the role of, you know, I'm just going to go out and play because, you know, what's the matter? Anyways, you know, I could be out. Be a I got nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. Could be a backup next year and come back to the Philadelphia or it could be a backup or maybe potentially a starter somewhere else. So what's the matter to him really other than, than go out and ball. So I like riding a hot hand, you know, 4,700, you know, keep slinging that rock, Nick.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do like Nick Foles again this week. Um, match against Houston's nothing too crazy. They're at home. So that helps a lot. Um, uh, but I also like someone that's still under 5000 and he goes by the name of Sammy the Savior, Sam Darnold. Ooh, New York Jets. Oh man. We're
1: all going with the home, with the hometown guys.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, he had a really good last week. It was very impressive to watch. Um, this week he's going up against Green Bay Packers who I'm not 100% positive if they're, if they're going to play against Rodgers. Um, but either way, the Green Bay defense ranks 30th against quarterbacks as far as fantasy points. So uh, at 4,900, I like Donald's chances to get upwards of 16, 17, 18 points this week.
2: Um, So, <laughs> I, so everything that's coming out of the Packers, uh, you know, Packers camp is that. <laughs> Rodgers will be playing and starting the game now. Whether he finishes the game is another story. Uh, but he wants to play, and it sounds like whatever he wants, he's going to get. Uh, and then, I mean, Darnold's not a bad pick at all. He did have a good game against the Texans. And that's also part of the reason I'm picking Nick Foles this week, too, is based off of what Darnold yeah. did last week. Uh, you know, outdoor game, it's going to be cold. Uh, so. And Darnold threw for 253 yards last week. So, in this Packers defense, I mean, it's all banged up. The defense, they literally played with a backup defensive line against the Bears. And they held their own, but, you know, you know it's you know—it's a tough time in Green Bay right now. Oh. Phew. so
1: yeah, Darnold looked all right last week.
2: I do like that. No, he's a good pick. And then, I mean, yeah. go on the flip side if you want to go a little bit higher, Because if Rogers is going to play, he's at sixty three hundred going up against the Jets.
1: Uh, Rogers is going to play, right? That factors into some yeah, other he's, he's gonna
2: elections. I think he's, he's gonna.
1: He's, I saw him in press conference today, looking like he said he was going to play. Yeah,
2: he's gonna <laughs> play. It's whether or not he finishes the game is what would worry me. So at sixty three hundred, that's what the only thing that would really worry me. Uh, but I mean, he's a good pick at sixty. You know, he's not on the expensive side at sixty three hundred. So you can pick him too if you really want to.
1: I don't know
0: if I'm going to go up. I'm thinking uh, the best quarterback ever after a loss, Tom Brady.
1: Oh, that's true. Two losses in a row. Yeah.
0: So yeah, playing against. Who are they playing? The Bills this week. Bills at home. Bills.
1: Uh, Bills defense is sneaky okay, but I guess on the road back in in Foxborough, that's probably a good call.
0: Yeah, I just think um, with a vengeance. Needing to win these two games to either get the two seed or the three seed, Um, knowing that Houston lost last week, giving them a better opportunity to get that two seed. um, Depending on what happens between the Chargers and the Chiefs, because whoever wins that division is going to be the one. I think Brady's going to come out these next two weeks slaying the rock, moving the ball down the field, and just being an absolute goat. So, yeah, still going to be under fifty nine hundred. I mean, under six thousand. I think he's. I think he's worth a look.
2: Yeah, that pad. Yeah, and then if you're going to go with that range, too, you can even put in Kirk Cousins because I think he's it's time for him to you know kind of step up to the plate, too, after that contract. Has been having a great year, and the Lions defense, we've talked about it all year, is atrocious. So that'd be something to look for, too. He's at 6,000. Yeah, I can see
0: that. I can see that with Cousins going up against Detroit in a dome. so. You know, moving up and down the field, Thielen and uh, Diggs, running g- good routes on that turf. I can see him having a pretty pretty big day if he's not turning the ball over. Yeah,
1: that's Cousins' problem. Every week he's turning it over. If, even last week, he had that dumb pick-six against Miami.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just his inconsistencies and, um, I mean, if they get their <laughs> run going with Cook and, and Murray, he might... Yeah, it was rolling run- last week. So, you know, with without a you know, that um, Detroit defense, they've been getting better at the run, but there's still there's still some liable uh options between the tackles for Murray and Cook. So I can see them just pounding the rock and getting a getting a lead and keeping it.
2: Yeah, I could definitely yeah, you know, I could definitely see that. But you know, six thousand is not a bad bet at all. Yeah, true. But yeah, I mean I can't believe that
0: like DraftKings probably knew that folks- <laughs> was gonna get the start this week and he's still only at forty seven hundred. The amazing. Wentz is priced higher. Yeah. Five thousand.
2: It makes no sense. The Sean Kaiser is priced a hundred dollars higher.
1: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it literally says Wentz out too, and he's still priced at five thousand.
2: Yeah, well they make
0: those um they make these prices like literally you right after the games. Uh that's right. So that's right. it's just boom, right in for the next week. And sometimes they even make it that Saturday before the week even starts, you know. So. Yeah, you know it's really, you know
1: it's really embarrassing is that Ryan Tannehill is priced at a lower price than Deshaun Kaiser, Nick Foles, and Nick Mullins, <laughs> and Eli. Man, what a what a fall for Ryan Tannehill. That I, guy's just not good.
0: I mean, that's a little you know uh, that's demeaning. Honestly, he's been having a yeah. Year. That's very demeaning. He has a hundred passer rating on the year. Yeah, I actually
1: did see that. I was looking at NFL quarterback stats the other night and saw that he was sneakily like in the top ten in QB rating or in passer rating.
2: Well you could also take out of that Just that bumps
1: the short passes.
2: He was also hurt for six games.
0: True, exactly.
2: That true. was you know, that's six games <clears throat> you don't get anything for. Yeah. That's true.
0: All right. Well, if you had to name a top three, Dom, who who you got top three this week.
2: Uh Nick Foles, Nick Foles, and Nick Foles. Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, baby. Let's go,
1: Dom. I love that you're all on board with the birds. Uh I'm going Foles, uh, Baker, and I'll throw
0: a, uh, Brady third. Yeah, I, I got Brady. Uh, Brady, Darnold, mm-hmm. and Foles. Foles definitely was in my top three originally. And I also like Matt Ryan, especially because Cam Newton's out, and I think the Falcons are just going to – destroy the Panthers this week
2: yeah with Cam yeah it's Cam true. is done
1: you can throw the ball on the Panthers man easily too. the Saints I don't know what's going on with the Saints they're in a little bit of a rut but I guess the Panthers played hard in that game on Monday but I think
0: you can attack them downfield and I think with Julio he'll definitely do that yeah I think, I think he's <laughs> gonna go <with> <laughs> yeah all right so let's move on to running backs um some decent matchups here. More so you got this week? Um, number one guy, going back to the Browns Bengals game.
1: Nick Chubb, uh, guys really come on in the second half of the season, up to ten touchdowns on the year. Uh, borderline Pro Bowler, honestly. Um, and I think definitely he won't win. You know, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Saquon will win, but you know, Chubb can certainly make a case. Had a hundred yards last week. Didn't find the end zone, but had a touchdown each of the five games before. And again, I mean, I think. The, the Cincinnati front seven is, like, one of the most banged-up groups in the league. Other than Geno Atkins, they really don't have anybody else in there. Um, we've seen teams run the ball time and time again on that. Um, and I think with the way the Browns are rolling right now, and they've are i mean they consistently fed Chubb the Rock the last two months, basically. Um, I didn't look for a lot more of that this week. Um, and another guy, uh, a guy that we featured on this pod before, Marlon Mack, our boy from Indy. Um, huge week last week against Dallas um, and that supposedly vaunted defense. Ran all over them, 139 yards, two touchdowns. have been a little quiet in previous weeks, um, but still put up good, good yardage a couple weeks ago, 85 yards. Um, and I think this week, you know, going up against the Giants, we've seen teams run the ball time and time again on the Giants. I watched it firsthand with the Eagles do it this year. Josh Adams looked like a pro bowler out there that day. Um, had like almost a hundred yards. And I think Henry last week, I, I want to say had well over a hundred yards too, uh, running against them. Um, and he's back at home too this week. I think that's, uh, that's an easy pick there with Mac.
2: Yeah, I do like Marlon Mac. Uh, definitely has, he's kind of almost had quiet year cause he goes off like this and then kind of does well the next time, but it's not as impressive. Yeah, he doesn't have as many. He's not as steady. He just has big outbursts. Yeah, but I mean, the games he has too, I mean, they're always decent. You know, they're always good after a big game. It's just, you know, nothing eye-popping. But I do like him this week against the Giants. I mean, the Giants are just that team's in Um, Here's one for you, Morris. Priced all the way at $3,000. Wendell Smallwood. Oh man, don't
1: get sucked in by that Sunday night no, before see,
2: see, this is the thing, though.
1: Don't it's, get sucked in. I have more faith in Foles. I don't know I, I would. Well, this always. is
2: what um you know, three thousand dollars, right? Yeah. He, Josh Adams seems to kind of be falling off a little. Right? Yeah, he's falling off. He was hot for a couple games. He's he's not. Wendell Smallwood has <clears throat> been, you know, since he's come back from injury. He's had a few good games. Right.
1: He wasn't even hurt. He was just out of the. Rotation, oh, what's yeah, the? I, told was you. I told you
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, because we had Clement, Sproles, and Adams. That's who we were rolling with. Right. And then Clement got hurt, so, now so was back. So you he have,
2: have mean, a good game against you know the Rams, right? So that's going to get more touches <laughs> automatically, right? Two touchdowns, <laughs> yeah. forty-eight yards rushing.
1: He ran hard yep. too. Yeah, he ran
2: so. Uh, and then you got Sproles also in that rotation now. So. You know, if I'm taking my bet on one of those running backs, it's going to be Smallwood at three thousand. You know, of those Eagles running backs with that rotation, because he's just had the he had the better game last week. So you know, you don't know if he's going to carry over, like you said. No,
1: I I mean he's not a bad player. He runs hard. I mean, we've seen flashes of it. He's very good at hitting a hole. I mean, if the line creates holes for him, he can hit it hard. He doesn't really have any moves. He's not that fast. He doesn't, you know, breakaway speed. He's horrible in the passing game, which is his worst. You know, his biggest weakness. He can't block. He can't catch it all out of the backfield. Um, but I mean, he does. That's the one thing he does. He hits a whole heart, and he did it last week. So I mean, it's 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 hit or miss with him. But he can get hot. You know, he had some good games early in the year. So you never know. You know, what's funny is Jay Ajayi also is priced just the, the, the same at three thousand. Is on no, IR. But, oh, but yeah, hilarious. that's.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying to go for him, but I'm saying, you know, he definitely take a flyer on him because you never know. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he's worth taking a flyer so, on probably, And probably. then, uh, you know, another guy kind of that I'm looking at more and more so the expensive side is, um, what's his name, Tari- Tariq Cohen, right? Had, you know, not the greatest game against the uh, Packers. I mean, the Packers played a very good defense for three quarters. Uh, but, you know, I'm looking for him to have a breakout games. you know, this coming game, kind of get ready to rev up for the, the uh, playoffs. Uh, you know, that's – you know, they're going up against the Niners. Niners are you know, atrocious now, even though they pulled out a big win against Seattle this past week. But I could look for him to have a big game this week at 6,400.
1: Yeah, I think he's good every week. He's a little – I mean, and he's not really that expensive either he should be
2: more highly priced. Well, yeah. Kind of yeah, I mean, well, I think what's going <clears throat> in there, too, is that Jordan Howard's kind of re emerging himself a little bit, too. So, yeah. you know, but I definitely look to Tariq Cohen to, to kind of go up against, uh, you know, this 49ers defense. And I don't know if the 49ers really, you know, one thing going against Seattle and winning, it's another Bears that are still looking for you know, possibly a buy now with the Rams losing so yeah yeah I like those picks um
0: the, I don't know if I could hop on the, San, the Wendell Smallwood man I'm just not. not <laughs> I mean if, if if I'm already going to go with Nick Foles I I don't really need to go all the way down to 3,000
2: for something <laughs> that
0: might carry the ball four times
2: Oh yeah.
1: man, Dom just wants to put every but eagle in there. Those four right
2: times might get you uh, two touchdowns. You know, uh, not, not, not not in
0: DraftKings, man. In cash games, I, I don't want to. I don't want that to be my.
1: We do like
0: plunging the ball with Smallwood at the goal line. I will yeah. say that
1: he's got some touchdowns on the season. Yeah, so. I don't get it because Josh Adams is better on the goal line. No, but Adams like didn't play like really until like the midway point of the season. And he is better, but he's looked kind of like deer in the headlights a little bit the last couple of weeks. Maybe it'll be better, like, playing back. At home. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. What what I would do in my lineup this week is to get – hopefully set it up where I can have both Chubb and Kamara. Because I think Kamara is going to just go absolutely berserk this week, knowing that he got that Pro Bowl snub. He, right. he immediately had that he was pissed off. So, I think he's got something to play for. Um, and he's an absolute animal. And then Chubb is going to go absolutely bananas yet again against the, the Bengals. Um, he had like a, a close to a 30-point game against him the last time in fantasy. Uh, he's definitely worth his price at 7,300. And then two guys I like in the middle tier are, like you said, Morris Marlon Mack. Um, he had a great week last week. And then uh, Chris Carson up against the 49ers. Um, I mean, up against the Chiefs, sorry. He went against the 49ers last week. And this Chiefs run defense is not very good. And, uh, you know, we know that Chris Carson is that lead back. And uh, he's been playing well. He's been playing amazing over the last uh, five weeks. So I like him to get the ball upwards of 20 times in uh, for the third straight week and uh, do some damage.
2: Yeah, I, I I think Nick Chubb's a great pick. Um those Georgia running backs other than Todd Gurley now, he's kind of, you know, had a few clunkers, but, you know, Nick, I think they're, I think they're all pretty good. Michelle's good. Well, yeah. The problem with him is that he's stuck in New England where, <laughs> yeah, it's just the rotation. That's right. Burkhead. You know, you, know, you never know what you're going to get from them. Um, and then Kamara, you know, obviously one of the most talented guys in the league, um, But, you know, that's the other thing, too, with him is that you never know what's going to come with him or Ingram because it seems like one of those two are going to go off, you know, kind of like we had with the Colts tight ends earlier in the year where, you know, you don't know who to pick because if you pick the one, you know, something, you know, God forbid, you know, when the other one goes off. So that's kind of one I'm kind of more eerie about, but I do still like him. You know, it's still you can't go wrong with him one way or the other. Yeah, I, I do think Chubb
0: is definitely the safer of those two. But I think Kamara has the much, much higher upside where he can like possibly get you a forty point game. Yeah,
1: Kamara hasn't looked the same to me the last few weeks. He can, but I mean he still scores touchdowns, so he's just not getting the same volume really on his carries the last few weeks, but he'll still get his touches and he'll still find the end zone because he'll score points.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to blow away the Steelers this week. I just have that. No- really? You yeah, think so? I think so.
2: Huh?
1: <laughs> I kind of think the Steelers are going to make that a game.
0: I don't know. They're back in the Superdome. They are back
1: in the dome, where it's yeah. You're right. They were on. I think they've had a couple. I say they played like the last three weeks on the road. Yeah. So it could be a Saints operus You're right.
0: Um, is there any other running backs you guys have? No. Uh, that was it for me.
2: Yeah, I'm good with those running backs.
0: Um, I also think Fournette is playable.
1: Playable, yeah. He kind of disappointed us last week a little bit. I I mentioned him. He didn't have a great week. But he's playable. You're right. Yeah, they're playing the Dolphins this week. Dolphins, yeah, exactly. I mean, they got run last week hard by Minnesota. So that's that's a possibility.
0: Yeah, and I also (laughs) want to mention um, that John Kelly is worth a look um, if Gurley's not going to play.
1: Oh, true. Is he he really not going to play? I thought he was like sitting out practice,
0: but I mean, he's quite like, cool right now, and um, I mean, I really don't think it's worth for him to get hurt. Um, can they're... they take care of
1: business against the Cardinals without him? They should be able to, but they just like
0: dog shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Car- the Cardinals don't have a good run defense, so I really don't think they need him, uh, nah. so um, I'm not too sure, but uh, they also added CJ Anderson to their roster.
2: <laughs> they did
0: they did yeah, yeah so he might get the carries then no i don't think so you don't think so i think like, he's
1: better than the other guy
0: i mean he hasn't played all year but i guess the guy really hasn't played that much either and
1: the other guy is like so unproven like no one knows who the hell he is i mean this is cj anderson's
0: been like a decent running back in the league that's very true that's very yeah. true <clears throat> all right let's uh well we'll know more about Gurley towards the end of the week but yeah if... all right let's move on the receivers uh dom who are you looking at this week
2: I like Jarvis Landry. Sixty-two hundred. Uh, he's getting the targets, uh, but not so much the receptions. But against the, uh, you know, like we talked, like Morris said before, the Bengals are all beat up. So I would look for him to have a big game. You know, he's went there in the off season and really needs to prove himself because he hasn't had that great of a year. He's uh, kind of been somewhat disappointed. But I think he could have a big game this week, kind of, you know, last two, Browns are still on the hunt. So look for him to have a big game. And then I also like Stefan Diggs at 7,400. Uh, he had a really good game last week. <laughs> uh, you know, four catches, 49 yards, and a touchdown, 15 fantasy points. And I think going up against the Lions, he can have even a bigger week this week. Uh, you know, <laughs> kind of made himself the number one receiver there. But, you know, that kind of leaves Diggs open for whatever you can get. And as long as Cousins, you know, you know I was skeptical of his offense last week. Clearly I was wrong. So, you know, look for Diggs to kind of eat this week. Yeah, I like I like your Digs pick.
1: Um, you know, with Darius Slay there in Detroit, he'll probably be covering Thielen most of the game would be my guess, um, which leaves Diggs on, you know, their other weaker corner. Um, I mean, Diggs has been a stud all season long. Really, kind of, I mean, the lesser look guy, but the only kind of gets all the hype, but I think Diggs is just as good, just as talented. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think he'll, I think he, he's good to have a big week. I don't love Landry as much, just because he hasn't really been that productive this season. Only four touchdowns on the year. I, th- I had him in fantasy, just really didn't get the job done. Um, I think he's only had like. One or two hundred yard maybe one I think two hundred yard games in the season um and you know, even though they've been winning games more recently, he still hasn't been doing a whole lot. He had a touchdown two weeks ago, but that was his only touchdown in the last like two months, so I don't know, I mean, I know it is the Bengals defense, like we said, but he's definitely out of like Chubb Baker and Jarvis Jarvis I think is the
0: the most sketchy pick there yeah i'm I'm not sure I can trust Jarvis. Um, And yeah, Don with the targets thing, I've noticed actually watching a few of their games <coughs> that Baker actually just goes his way when he's uncomfortable and like throws it into his feet. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that counts as a target. So he's uh, a. Oh, really? really? Oof,
1: man. Yeah, that's, that,
0: that's, that's happened rough. to him quite a few times. I didn't really watch the Saturday night game. Did that happen a few times? It happened yeah. a couple times, yeah. Oh. And it happened <clears throat> uh, the week before as well. And uh, I was like, "Oh wow, that that's a target." He had it's not even close to him. Um, that was actually happening. to Chris Godwin in Tampa Bay as well. I noticed it. No, oh, it's just they like their most trusted receiver. Um, throw it towards their feet, and hopefully, maybe they go down and get it, but most likely not.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just a throw away. Yeah, as far as we, it's yeah. not picked. Yeah, that Jarvis pick is more of a, you know, this is a team you can eat against, right? Just Bengals. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. I get that. Kind of, yeah time to show your worth to this Browns team, which clearly, you know, I feel like it's going to be almost like a fire sale in the offseason where they don't think they can keep it when they're ready to compete. You know, see you later. And Jarvis Landry wants to be on this team obviously next year. So, you know, this is going to be one of those games where he's going to have to have a coming out game or it's, you know, he's done there.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I do think he has the capability to go off. Uh, I'm definitely not going to deny that. So, uh, I mean, he's definitely worth a look. I mean, <laughs> if you're not playing – if you're not already playing Chubb and Mayfield, like, I definitely don't want three Browns players in my lineup. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's much much. the I yeah. no, definitely want um, Yeah. Chubb um, is the one,
1: definitely, that we got to play.
0: Yeah, I think Chubb and then Mayfield and then Jarvis. Um, that's how yeah. I am looking at it. Those are the rankings. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some receivers I got uh, – I mean – I like, I like Diggs, Tom, as well. Um, I think he's definitely a better play than Thielen this week, actually. Uh, but I want to say Amari Cooper, Dax at home.
1: Ugh, yeah. I, you know, I, uh, we took you
0: know,
1: him – uh, the Mark. week I said um, he had a huge week against the Eagles, but he really let down last week. And I, that, that does have me thinking. Even though he did have that huge game against the Birds, he's just not consistent week to week. It makes sense, I mean, going you know back at home. Playing Tampa, he could, but he is a little. He's not quite trustworthy.
2: Well, yeah, that's what that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said to you. That he had a big week though. That week when you said he was trustworthy, he, he killed the Eagles. He had a good week, but then look what he does. He comes back. No, yeah, years. then he was bad last yeah. week. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. You know, well, against, yeah, against the Redskins on Thanksgiving, you know, he had 180 yards. Next uh-huh. week, he had 76. You know. And then he's had 36, 75, 58 since he joined the Cowboys. So I just don't know if he could be trusted. I mean, uh, he's clearly better at home,
1: though. It's, it's, he right. is, yeah, agreed. That's that was my case. So, yeah, you, I, I kind of agree. Going up against, I think he's worth the risk. Yeah. He's, I, he's proven to have big games. So I think it's not, I, I get it, the week to week thing, but it's pretty clear the pattern. So I understand
2: your points, you know. I, yeah, I mean you're playing off of the <coughs> of anything, and you're playing off of Dak actually having a good game too. Well, that's yeah, exactly <laughs> that's another worry. That's
0: that's really, really the bigger worry than Cooper is just Dak being an idiot back there. Well, yeah, but like I'm saying, like it's not just that Cooper's doing well. Like the whole the team does better in general when they're at home. So right, right, true. Know, I mean it it isn't a prime time game, which I guess somewhat affects it as well. Uh, they're not in that. Uh, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman slot this week.
1: True. Oh, it's just an
0: auto win for that. We got robbed in that game. Let's talk about that, though. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, and then uh, so another receiver I like is actually a, like towards all the way down, Dante Pettis from the 49ers. Oh, man, that's a snipe. He's played pretty well though the last few weeks. He's been playing extremely well. Nick Mullins loves going his way. Um, Double-digit fantasy points in the last four weeks since he's pretty much become a starter there. Um, yeah, I just think he's he's a stud. So um, he's been you know averaging uh, a little bit under seven targets in the last four weeks, and uh, I think that'll get it done against Chicago. <laughs> Curry, um at home anyway. On the road, I wouldn't trust him, but at home in Candlestick, I think I could trust him here, getting me. Between 12 and 15 points. I don't think he will ever go too crazy. uh, But, yeah, I think I can trust him this week at 4,300 to surpass value for sure. Agreed. Like, his prices haven't gone
1: up, really, either. He was priced 4,400 each of the last two weeks. Now, just 4,300 this week. That was after two pretty solid games in a row. Um, And last week was the first time he didn't have a touchdown, like, the last four games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, that's what I'm saying. I I think he's (coughs) a steady guy at at 4,300. And I think that's pretty much as far as I would go down for receivers this week. I don't think I could trust really anyone other under that. Um, uh, yeah, I just can't really do it.
1: <laughs> I got I got one other big time sneaky one. He's actually priced higher than. Um, yeah, he's higher. He's at forty nine hundred. Robert Foster of the Buffalo Bills is <laughs> at a hundred yards receiving in each of the last two weeks. 108 last week against Detroit, 104 against the Jets the week before. Obviously, going against New England, you know, we don't know how Josh Allen's going to do in there, but he's kind of their number one receiver right now on an offense that just has no talent at all. Robert Foster was a stud coming out of high school, went to Bama, kind of just kind of hurt. You know, his whole career sort of just evaporated there. Undrafted. I, I found out the other day that the Bills' receivers coach was his receivers coach at Bama. Took a flyer on him and he's Josh Allen's number one target right now, so I don't think it's crazy. Just saying.
2: Another guy I like this week, and fifty three hundred. All Sean Jeffrey. I yeah, just,
1: that's it, that's re- that's better than smallwood.
2: Yeah, you know, i just thinking about Jeffrey too. Yeah, I mean this isn't just because you know this is more because Nick Foles is playing. Like the Foles, a factor. Right? Yeah, that's what it is, uh, and he's at fifty three hundred, and that's you now for. A number one receiver to be at fifty three hundred, you have to look at that to put in your lineup. Very true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh
0: I don't think I would mind actually stacking him with and Foles, you know what I'm saying? Um That could that could be a lethal stack if, if Foles actually, you know, firing the football towards uh early and often, they can both end up putting over twenty fancy points each, and that'll set you up pretty nicely with those
2: low prices. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean why not put just the whole Eagles lineup in?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. God, you know how I get about these things.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm not getting there
0: uh, quite yet, Dom. <laughs> Alshon and Foles is real. That's I mean, we
1: we saw that in the playoffs last year. Smallwood, we might Smallwood not, at the not we might not do that. Smallwood but, at the goal
2: line though is is real. Yo, you're <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> but like I just can't put my faith in that. So
0: yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if I could put the fate in Smallwood, but Jeffrey, I could. <laughs> Jeffrey, I could make a case for, uh, a case for, but I don't know. Smallwood's sketchy to me, real sketchy.
1: Yeah,
0: I had one other receiver, um, an obvious
1: one who we pointed out last week is just one of the best in football. Your boy Devontae Dom. Um, yeah, I mean, he did one of the highest price, but I think he could. I mean, if Rogers is playing, which sounds like he is,
2: I think he's gonna eat. Yeah, I mean he'll uh, he'll always have a good game. Uh, no matter who's playing QB. Yeah. yeah, I mean you saw that last year. He kind of had his coming out party with Brett Hundley at QB. Honestly, he's always yeah, been exactly. he was always a good receiver. But he's part of the reason Jordy Nelson's in Oakland right now. They didn't resign him. Um, right. You know because they believe in this guy so much, and they just signed him last year too, a huge deal at the time. To where now it's like <laughs> a team friendly deal based on... He is a
1: stud, man. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah,
2: no, he's so good. Uh, I mean, he had last week, I believe, was his only week in a while without a touchdown. He's usually had... He's been good for a touchdown. You know? Yeah, and he's still at 119 yards. I mean, he's got over 100 catches on the season. uh, First time in his career. So, definitely, always it's always safe to pick him. Yeah, I mean,
0: honestly, I mean, I would honestly pick anyone over. Yeah. Tyreek Hill up this week. I would just Slot one of them in my lineup, and then um, one of Kamara and Nick Chubb, and then just go from there and see see what I can uh, fit in.
2: Tyree kills kind of had up and down last few weeks, though. Yeah, he's oh, fell yeah. off
1: a little bit. Yeah. That whole offense is a little. I think No Kareem Hunt has kind of hurt them. I mean, it definitely has hurt
2: them. Well, yeah, because now you take away that you take away that option. Yeah, it's just the whole.
1: It, it's just it, the offense doesn't quite. Work the same. It's still good, but it's not you know lethal like it yeah, was. You know,
2: now, now I, I, to, I can double team Tyreek Hill or even double team Kelsey. At, you know, at times because I don't gotta worry about the running game really because it's not Kareem Hunt. <laughs> no, yeah, I hear it's you. very true.
0: All right, let's move on to the other pass catchers, the tight ends. Um, not looking too pretty this week. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, <laughs> It's not a good week. All right, uh, Bounce off that, Morris. Uh, who are you looking at?
1: Oh, man, I got a guy that's, you know, he's pretty far down on the totem pole there. But just if, you know, if you don't feel like taking, you know, if you want to pay up on other positions, which I think is the is the smart move this week, and you don't want to save up for a guy like Ertz or who actually – I think Ertz, is a, you know, he's a good play any week. I think back at home this week too, he could be a good play. But if you want to go real down low on the totem pole, Blake Jarwin, possibly, huh. <laughs> going up against the shoddy Bucks. Um No touchdowns on the season, but if you look, he has seven targets in each of the last two weeks. Seven catches, 56 yards, caught all of his targets against the Eagles. Still had four catches, 45 yards last week. Obviously, they, you know, they like to run the ball. They're going to be doing that a lot against Tampa at home. Probably going to have a lead. But just look look out for Jarwin, is all I'm saying.
2: Ugh, ugh.
1: <laughs> it's not a good week, man. I don't think any of the guys price higher than him, other than obviously the guys at the top. So like this is Kittle where, and, where and
2: Ebron. Is really worth it. This is where we're at with the tight end position, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. It's pretty. It's pretty bad.
2: So last week I said I would, you know, keep <coughs> playing Cameron Brayton until he didn't score a touchdown. Well, last week was that week. Uh, yep. Only one reception for nine yards, no touchdowns. So this week I like Evan Ingram kind of finished strong at 4,600, um, big game last week, uh, part because Barkley was pretty ineffective and part because that game was so bad and with the weather and all that, that, uh, Ingram got open a lot. So I do like him this week. I think he kind of goes up and continues. Noah, Odell, I don't know if he's playing yet or not. Uh, I believe you know it could be a game-time decision, um, but we'll see. And if he doesn't play, I would definitely slot him in there. Uh, in the last two weeks that Odell hasn't played, he's been over 75 yards in receiving. So I do like him at the tight end position, especially at 4,600. Yeah, tight end stink, huh? Oh, it's, tough.
1: it's tough going through these guys, man.
2: This might be I had to settle for Blake Jarrett. This might be worse to pick than defenses. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's pretty close. Um, <laughs> a guy that I'm kind of looking at, unfortunately, is uh, Matt Lacoste from the Denver Broncos. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, it's freaking brutal out here. <laughs> yeah, Matt Lacoste. But I think of a – I mean, I don't think Jared Cook's a bad play either.
2: No, Jared Cook, you can – You can slot him. He's one of those guys, too. You can slot in every week. And he's always recently, he's only been the top of the uh, tight end leaderboard each week in salary a few weeks. But at 5,300, definitely.
0: Yeah, he's a decent play just because he has that chance to pretty much get most of the targets more than the rest of the receivers on the team. So I I think that's worth a decent shot at at home. Um, So.
2: Yeah, I I would say I would agree. I I think that Broncos team has completely fallen yeah, apart. Yeah, injuries just took their toll. Once Emmanuel Sanders, you know, tore his I thought that that was the nail on the coffin. It went from you know, we're going to make a run and we have a really, you know, easy schedule on the way, you know, the rest of the way to well, what are we going to do now? <laughs>
1: I kind of like them to make a run too. I was looking at them as a possible wild card after team. after
2: that. And then when
1: Harris and Sanders both got hurt, yeah,
2: after that Steelers game, you know, I think everybody was looking for them to make a run, and then you know that was it.
1: <laughs> they played a tough schedule early in the season too. It looked like they were coming on, but just I think injuries caught up to them. I I, I actually like the way Case Keenum was playing for a few weeks there.
2: Yeah, he's a uh, Case Keenum is kind of. You, know, you saw in the beginning <coughs> he tried to I feel like he tried to prove what he you know his contract instead of going to play. And now, you know, in the last few weeks, now he's just playing, you know. That's what yeah that's what made him so successful in Minnesota last year is he just went out <coughs> and he didn't care about anything else. He went out there and played and they won. And then, you know, that's what he's been doing <laughs> in the last few weeks. So Yeah. Um
0: Another another tight end I kind of like but don't love is Austin Hooper.
1: I was thinking him too.
0: Yeah, yeah, just going up against a shaky Carolina defense that he uh, actually had a good game against in Week Two when you put up uh, five catches for fifty nine yards and a touchdown. Um, and, uh, he was a little banged up last week. He only had one target. Um, he you know played a significant uh, had a significant decrease in uh, in snaps, but if he looks to get. To a uh, full participation in practice this week, uh, I think he's a decent play. Um, but uh, I think the Falcons should put up 30-plus uh, points again.
2: Yeah, it's going to be that <laughs> Carolina team, too, <laughs> just completely has you know, lost their way.
0: Absolutely. They look like the, uh, one of the worst teams in football, other than last week where they played the Saints tough. But prior to that, they looked terrible.
1: Yeah, they fell apart.
0: Oh, all right. Well, let's move on to defenses. Um, Dom, who are you looking at this week?
2: Defenses, my favorite part of each and every week. It's best part of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like defense? Uh, I want to. I want to say Bills twenty two hundred just because, you know, they play the Patriots tough usually. Uh, and, I mean, obviously we saw in the Monday night game, you know, the defense kind of dominated for a while. Uh, but I don't know if I can do it at 2,200. And like you said, Tom Brady's going to be looking for vengeance. God knows what they got up their sleeves over there in uh, Foxborough. So, you know, it's a real you – know, Packers maybe 2,800 going up, you know. You want to trust Darnold? You know, not having a good game, and the Packers defense kind of stepping up for nothing. Uh, You know, that one. Another one you can pick, maybe, is the, uh, you know, even not Steelers defense at twenty two hundred. I know they're going up against the Saints, you know, in New Orleans, but they've been playing decent the last few weeks. So, you know, those are kind of my three, possibilities. Yeah,
1: those are all not bad. My one was the, uh, was the Jags, just because I think Miami stinks. You no. Know, you know, I mean, the Jags have been disappointing this year, but they were actually decent last week. I know it was the Redskins and all, but I don't know. I think against a not very good offense, they could be decent.
2: No, I don't know if I can trust a defense that loses to Josh Johnson. That's true.
1: <laughs> they did lose, even though they had a good game
2: but it's uh, it's rough out
0: here. It's uh,
1: so rough out here, man, with defense and tight end.
0: I uh I'm highly considering just going all the way to the bottom and uh <laughs> possibly picking the 49ers at 2000.
2: Uh
0: at home. Wow. <laughs> at home, Mitch is uh, Jeez, somewhat ball. turnover prone and it's only $2000. So
2: <laughs> worst comes the worst. I mean I know I've been riding the Eagles train the whole time, but if you trust Deshaun, you know, Deshaun Watson in cold weather, outdoor game in December, you know, they're <coughs> on at twenty one hundred. They could be worth a look. Uh you know, maybe the Seahawks <laughs> maybe I know they're growing up against the Chiefs, but you know, we've talked about you know, earlier that Chiefs aren't really the same without Kareem. <coughs> so maybe you take a risk on them. Seahawks are at home. You know, a tough place to play. It's <laughs> those are, you know, the few that stand out, but I, yeah. every week it's is a total,
1: total crapshoot, man. Yeah. You really
2: don't. I don't know. You don't week to week.
1: And I kind of, I mean, the Colts possibly too. If the Giants throw another stinker, Colts just
2: shut out Dallas too at home. So maybe, you know, I don't know. You're gonna go, if you're going to go that high for the Colts, you might as well go that high for the Bears, $200 more.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: So,
0: you don't want to save up anything more than free time. Yeah. No, I want to stay down, actually. And now that I'm looking at it, I think the Saints are actually legitimately good.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they've been really good the whole second half of the season. They stopped the run like crazy. Eli Apple's actually been good there. Well, that's – They actually do have legitimately
2: legitimately good defense. See, that's the problem I have with that Saints defense (laughs) this week is Eli Apple. Who's he going to go up against? Antonio Brown or (laughs) – Drew. So, that's the one thing that worries me. You know, I know it's just one player, but when he's going to be covering one player that can go off, (laughs) I don't know. That's true.
0: I'm not – I mean, I don't know. Big Ben's turnover prone too. um and the Saints have not let up 20 points <laughs> since week nine.
1: Wow, it's been that long. It's even 20 points in a game, man.
0: Yeah. And we've played some decent offense. They played the Bengals, who, have a dec- who had a decent offense. Um, oh, Eagles, they killed us. Eagles, yeah, Fal- was not, that, that wasn't pretty. I remember that game. Eagles, Falcons, and then they went to Dallas, held in the uh, 13, uh, went to Tampa, held in the 14. And then Carolina, they held them to nine. So,
2: But, I mean, you could also make the argument that teams they were playing aren't very great offensively, depending on the week. I mean, the Cowboys, you know, I don't think they're very great offensively other than Zeke, you know, and the occasional Dak to a Cooper, like we talked about. Yeah. Panthers, we had some clunker yeah. offensive week, uh, offensive games, too, with Wentz. Yeah, and the Panthers, <coughs> the Panthers have been, you know, bad for the last six weeks. Yeah. And- <laughs> Cam Newton definitely didn't look like he was healthy in that game Monday night. Tampa stinks, <laughs> you know. The Falcons are not what they are. You know they have been. And that week against um, Philly, you know, they've came. They, the Saints came off of these huge victories off of, against the Rams, big offensive outputs, you know. And then they not And I don't think anybody expected the Eagles to do well that game. <laughs> so you can make that argument at least the last few games that. The offenses have, haven't have been great, uh, you know. But against good offenses, you know, you go – the Rams put up 35 – put up 35. The Vikings put up 20. The Ravens put up 23. So, I mean, even the Redskins almost put up 20. They put up 19. But, you know, Alex Smith-led Redskins team then uh, almost put up 20 on them. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair.
0: I mean, I, they just – they get a lot of turnovers and a lot of sacks. So that's kind of, that's kind of what you need. Um, because once you let up over 14 points in fantasy anyway, between 14 and 30 points, you don't lose any more points. So it just comes to a matter of turnovers at that rate.
2: Yeah. I, they're definitely worth a look. I just don't know if it's the right look. <laughs> that's true. I just, yeah. I just don't want to spend money on defense. So. <laughs> I
0: try to pick that one play that's near the bottom and uh, <coughs> if it works out it works out if it doesn't I only lose 2300 or less dollars so yeah
1: doesn't matter all that much
0: yeah i mean the packers defense got me 3 points last week but i still won money because i was able to spend everywhere else so oh <coughs> all right well the defense stinks still not sure who we're going to play um, <laughs> Let's uh let's move on to predictions. Um I'll run through the matchups. No Thursday night football this week. We are starting the Saturday games. Oh well, we're continuing the Saturday games anyway. Um we got some decent matchups, uh both games on Saturday at playoff locations. Um <coughs> Washington at Tennessee. Morris, who you got? Uh I like the Titans. I can't
1: see Josh Johnson and the Redskins really being in the playoff picture. Um <laughs> It'll be an ugly one though, twenty to thirteen Titans.
2: Yeah, I like the Titans. Uh, I think they win decently big. I think Derek Henry's been on a tear recently, so I don't think he's going to be stopped. Uh, Titans win.
0: <clears throat> uh, I got the Redskins because I want absolute anarchy. in the end. Oh
1: no! <laughs> Wait, you know I, I was looking at this today on the uh, like the playoff machine thing. If even if the Redskins lose this week. And the Eagles win and say the Vikings lose, the Redskins can still make the playoffs oh. and if, if they like beat the Eagles to be 17 and the Vikings lost again they them and the Eagles we'd both have we'd both be eight and eight and they would have a tiebreaker.
0: Oh, that's awful.
1: there's no. a scenario where they go eight and eight and make the playoffs. That's not like crazy unreasonable either
0: uh, all right well yeah <laughs> I
1: just had to throw that
0: out there. Yeah, Washington wins seventeen. I
1: pray to God that doesn't happen because I want my team to make the playoffs. But I'm just, I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> All right, so here's the the better Saturday game, Baltimore at Los Angeles Chargers.
2: Well, yeah, going Chargers. Yeah,
1: ah, uh, I think I'm I'm riding Chargers too, but in a close one. I think the Ravens are going to be competitive. I'll go twenty three twenty Chargers.
0: Yeah, I, have, I got a similar score. I, I, had, a, I had 24-17 Chargers. I think it's going to be a really good football game. I can't wait to watch it.
1: Yeah, this is this might be the best game of the week. This and Spain Steelers probably. Oh, mm-hmm. um, um, and Chiefs, Yeah, there's actually some good games. There's,
0: there's a couple good games, and Chiefs, uh, Seahawks. I think 14 of 16 games this weekend have playoff implications involved with them. Yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, which is exactly what you want. Uh, New York <clears> time. <throat> Merry Christmas. Uh, so we'll move on to Sunday. 1 o'clock sleep. Cincinnati
2: at Cleveland. Dom, who you got? Uh, you know, I think the Bengals could pull this off. I'm picking the Bengals and Jeff, Jeff uh, Driscoll to uh, oh God beat the
1: Browns. After all the Browns talk on this podcast, Baker, Chubb, and Jarvis, and you're going with the Bengals to win this game? I am. Oh, that is asinine, as Stephen A. Smith would say. <laughs> Jesus, no shot. Browns roll. Brownies roll. They're on a third. Baker's got the whole city feeling it. Still got an outside shot to win the uh, AFC North. I laid I laid a little bit of a, a couple shekels on them before the season to win the North, and my bet is still alive going into Weed 16, so proud of that. Go, Brownies. I'll uh, say 34-10 Browns. They roll over the Bengals.
0: Ooh. I like the Browns, too, I think. <clears throat> Um, I do think Joe Mixon for Cincy will have a really good game of ten because he's an absolute animal. But, uh, yeah, no, with Tyler Boyd manged up and John Ross, you know, being that, like, legit number two, possibly the number one this week, I can't do it. Um, I got Cleveland Rowland um, 28-14. to 14. Ooh. the Brownies. Yeah, love the Brownies. With some money,
1: probably not going to happen, but still worth rooting for.
0: <laughs> All right. So
2: move on to Tampa and Dallas. Uh you know, I think Tampa could could win this game. Uh especially if the Cowboys don't play well in offense. I think the Tampa can easily steal this game. Uh so why not? I'll pick the Bucs. Well, I hope the Bucs. If there's any chance
1: the Eagles have to win the NFC East though, which is slim to none. We need the Cowboys to lose, but unfortunately I don't see it. I think Tampa will keep it close. Um, I think the Cowboys eventually win, though. I'll go Dallas uh, twenty twenty three seventeen.
0: I have the Bucks <laughs> twenty to seventeen. Oh, go Jameis on the road. Mm, oh. Yeah, jeez, Jameis, they play some ugly games, man. Absolutely, but huh. he he gets twenty plus fantasy points every time. He does. He does <laughs> somehow. Um. Yeah, and like we already know I will never pick the Cowboys, so go Bucks. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. Come on, Lions. Vikings. Come
1: on, Lions. Viking. pull it out for me, baby.
2: <laughs> Vikings big.
1: No, don't say that, Tom. Come on. If you want the Eagles to get in the playoffs, they gotta
2: lose. Um uh, well That's the hope. Well, you know I'm the big
1: I'm the biggest Lions fan in the world this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the, I think Minnesota rolls in there. I think everyone's fooled off of last week. They were playing a, a slouch Miami defense. You know, Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray. Oh, we got the new offensive coordinator. Mike Simmers, you know, calling the shots on offense now. I liked him last week. I don't like him this week going to Detroit against a team that knows them. Patricia, he's going to have the game plan dialed up. It's going to be an ugly one. If, I think Detroit pulls it out. If say, 17, 16 lines.
2: If the Dolphins defense was, <coughs> what do you think of the Lions defense? The Lions defense is better than the Dolphins defense. Oh, God,
1: no doubt. I think we'll see. The Lions defense put the blueprint on how to on how to beat the Rams.
2: I will say they, they slowed
1: them down. Now the Rams are stunk the last two games. They
2: are they are playing better, and they seem to play a lot better against NFC North opponents. Exactly. So,
1: that's exactly.
2: But Come on. I still think they may win. The Vikings.
0: Oof. Like I said, I want anarchy. Let's go Detroit. Yes. That's what I'm talking about, Tino. <laughs> I don't have a score because <laughs> I think it's gonna be an ugly, disgusting NFC North football game. Agreed. This has got all the makings. All right. Let's move on to the Giants at Colts. Uh Colts roll. Yeah. I was just gonna Colts roll. Yep. Colts <laughs> by seventeen. Easy. Yeah. Easy money. Tease him. Tease him to seventeen.
1: hundred
2: percent.
1: Jacksonville (laughs) at Miami. Oh God. Can we just like move on now? The Dolphins. Glimmering playoff hopes. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say Cody Kestor goes in there and beats him. I'm gonna go uh nineteen seventeen Jags.
2: I'm liking like an eleven to seven game.
1: (laughs) It's got a goofy finally. I couldn't have even gone crazier there.
2: Eleven to seven Dolphins.
0: Oh my God.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with the
0: Dolphins. did you see the thing about the Dolphins being having a five hundred record for the last like four seasons combined? Jesus. Of course. (laughs) They're they're forty two and forty two in their last forty two in their last eighty four games. I wanna say
1: they made the playoffs like completely accidentally one year two and Matt Moore started a playoff game. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez, that definitely did happen. So inexplicable.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going Dolphins though. I think they I think they win uh, in a tight one. Uh a solid fun <laughs> end game. Um Buffalo at New England.
1: Oof. Pats roll. They come back with the vengeance this week. Um
2: I'll go 31-10 Pats. Uh I like the Bills. Oh my god, stop it. <laughs> Josh Allen seems to be on a roll so he'll keep it going against New England. I would love for, you know, to wake up Monday and hear how how crazy the world is with the Patriots losing three in a row in December so I like the Bills. Yeah, I want the Bills to win I just don't think they will. Uh, I got
0: the Pats 27-20. Um, Buffalo does always play them tough so I don't I see that happening again but I think New England is going to pull it out.
2: Um, Green Bay at the Jets. Well, I'll be here. I'll be at that game. So, oh, boy, go Pack-Go. Uh, who do you like? You think the Packers are going to win, Dom? Yeah, I think they'll win. It's a meaningless game, of it's course. This
1: so. game, yeah, they'll win. <laughs> what the hell? Why not? It'll be an ugly one. Twenty-six, uh, twenty-three Packers.
0: Let's go Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dom. I think the Jets are gonna beat your Packers oh, this week. God. It's the god.
1: Wait, is this a Saturday game?
0: Nah, it's Sunday. One oh, o'clock.
1: Sunday game? Okay, okay. I,
0: I got Saturday. I got the twenty six
2: twenty six to twenty. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I think Rogers may just do some like funky stuff and you know start doing options and all that and when... They absolutely roll over the Jets. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be fun. Um,
0: all right, <laughs> let's move on to the game we've talked about the most Texans at Eagles.
1: Oh, baby,
0: big uh, dick Nick, Nick is back.
1: You know who I'm taking. We're gonna win this week, man. The Texans, while a good team, are not truly a 10 and 4 team. Uh, I think we all know that they're you know, uh, they're not, they're by no means a dominant team, they've got some dominant players. This is really the first time Clowney and Watt have ever been healthy together. Um, And they really showed out this season. Watson's obviously a stud. um, But I think they have the best receiver in football this year. And Hopkins, who's going to give us, you know, who's going to completely eat against us? We give up. We love to give up. Astronomical numbers to number one receivers. Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, you name it. Uh, But if we can shut down the rest of of their team, which I think we will, no Lamar Miller most likely in this game. Watson out in the cold weather. Mike, we've been getting turnovers the last couple games, finally, after not getting any all season. Um, I think that trend continues. And I think Nick puts up enough points to win. Um, I think we take this one 27 20.
2: Yeah. I think Nick Foles just keeps it rolling. Obviously, we talked about it a lot. I would pick Eagles this whole um, or whole DraftKings lineup if I could. Uh, (laughs) So, you know. Eagles, I think close, uh, but I think they end up winning by a touchdown. Fly Eagles, fly! Let's go, Jake
0: Elliott, game winner, field goal. Oh,
1: I would love that too. Redeem himself from that miss one he had that could ice the game on Sunday. Yep, he's been good all year too. That was like his first yeah. big mess of the season.
0: Yep, <laughs> yeah. Redeems himself, game winning field goal, 28-27, 20, 27 Eagles. Streets of Philadelphia will be hot.
1: Oh, you can imagine.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on to Atlanta at Carolina.
1: Uh I know. Uh, what a crap game. This looked good before the season. Yeah, Atlanta. Twenty four seventeen.
0: Yeah, I got Atlanta, um, thirty to twenty three. Um, move on to the Rams at the Cardinals.
1: Rams gotta redeem
0: themselves here. Um
1: whether or not Gurley plays, I think they have to. Um thirty-one sixteen Rams. <laughs>
2: How great would it be if the Cardinals beat? Them? Oh, that would
1: be I, I I would be truly
0: shocked.
2: That's why I'm picking them. Go Cardinals. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> uh I mean yeah, I just want to anarchy in the NFL. Um I Oh, I just can't see the Rams losing. Ah, uh, I don't know. It'll be a tight game though for a little bit. Twenty-three to thirteen, Rams. Chicago at Forty ers
2: Oh,
1: ah, uh, I kind of think the Niners might pull this one out. Been playing well at home against these decent teams. Um, Bears are a little banged up. No Eddie Jackson probably this week. I can, I can see it. It's got the makings. I think uh, let me go
0: 27-21
2: Niners. Yeah, let's go Niners. Ooh.
0: All right. Um, I wasn't planning on all three of us going Niners, but here we are. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I was going to pick them. Um, <coughs> yeah, I got them 20-16 uh, to 16. Niners. I'm just... Simply outplay them a little bit um, on their home field, and then uh, Pitt at the same. That is a doozy. This is the game of the
1: week. I think this is going to be a great one.
2: I think the Steelers
1: show up in prime time. I think they're going to win this game in the Superdome, thirty to twenty-seven.
2: Yeah, I think, I think, I think the Steelers are going to show up. I just think that their receivers are going to be too much for that secondary. Uh, you know, when you have two number one receivers, you know, I just don't think, and you play well, you just can't be beat, you know. And they played well against the Pats last week to finally overcame, you know, losing to them all the time. So, you know, they got to step up. And this is, this is going to be a playoff game for them, you know, because they need it to win. They need it to win the North. And they, you know, this is a type of team they'll see all in January if they go. So I think it'll be big if the uh, Steelers win. So go Steelers. I got the
0: Saints in an absolute shootout. I think both teams are going to score. (laughs) And then each quarterback is just going to say, let them freaking score. Give me the ball back. And they're going to keep going at it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be 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 a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be like that Chiefs-Rams game earlier in the year. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I hope so.
1: Yeah. Oof.
0: Um, I mean maybe not maybe not in the fifties, but it's maybe like it's, the
1: Saints Rams game, which was like forties, thirties kind of game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Got that yeah. Kind
1: of possibility, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely think so. <laughs> Let's move on to Sunday night, which is actually a very good football game as well. Um, the Chiefs going into the twelve in Seattle. Oof. Yeah, this is a good one too. The Chiefs both teams kind
1: of need it. Seattle's pretty much most likely in no matter what. Um, Chiefs really need it if they want home field. I mean the difference between being the one seed and a wild card is obviously huge. Um I think they bounce back. I think they're gonna win in Seattle. It's gonna be a really good game. Twenty seven twenty four Chiefs. I don't know. I think Seattle might pull this one. <laughs> they um, might.
2: I mean it's it could go either way. This is a tough one to pick. I mean they had a loss last week to the forty nine or something. I think they'll
1: try Yeah, to- both coming off tough losses.
2: And I believe if I'm not mistaken, Seattle is like got a crazy good home record. Uh, oh yeah, so I know I think Seattle. <laughs> is one.
0: Yeah, Seattle's awesome at home. Um, that is gonna be freaking rocking. Uh, I got Seattle um, the other way. Morris twenty-seven, twenty-four. Seattle. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that game though. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that's gonna <laughs> really be fun. All right, let's. uh oh. Well, went from two amazing football games to the Monday night game, in Denver at Oakland.
1: <laughs> God. Man. That's oh, the only bad primetime game this week. What's this, Christmas Eve? This game? Yeah, it is. Denver, Oakland, Christmas Eve. Wow, how about it? Imagine if we had a good game Christmas Eve. That'd be awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, well, I can't blame them too much. Well, yeah, what the hell? Oakland, the win in the black hole. They're never going to play there again, so.
0: Yeah,
2: I like Oakland. Uh, I
0: can't, I can't bring myself to pick Oakland after they signed uh, Nathan Peterman today.
1: Oh my God, they did! <laughs>
0: <So, laughs> Nathan Peterman is back in the NFL. For that reason alone, I'm going Denver. <laughs> is this their
1: last game in Oakland? Are they gonna like? Don't they not have a home next year? Don't they not have a stadium?
2: One more year. One more year. know. But
1: like, isn't there a lease up or something? Like, they don't have anywhere to play.
2: There's something funky. going <laughs> With the Raiders uh their you know, their whole stadium. So Yeah,
1: like they're going to Vegas in twenty twenty, but I don't think I think their lease is up and like they're not letting them play there next year because they know they're leaving anyway, so they don't have a they don't have a stadium right now.
0: Yeah. Well they should just not let them play anyway. I know. With,
1: yeah, just take the season off. What if that happened? <laughs> I just feel like Raiders, you're you're out, just set out the season. Come back in twenty twenty when you go to Vegas. <laughs>
2: I don't think people would actually mind that.
0: <laughs> Someone would
1: have to have a bye week every week. I
2: don't know. They they got three first-round picks. I don't know. That could be a good one. It could be, actually, yeah. You can just <laughs> load up on picks, get ready.
0: Yeah. oh, well, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> That's next year. All right, so we've covered everything. We've covered all our picks. Um, we just want to remind you that uh, to visit our website, JokerMag.com, Um, Look at the top of the page where we have links for DraftKings and we have links for all of our podcasts as well. If you click on the DraftKings link um, and if you haven't done this already, you can sign up um, through there. uh, Put a $5 deposit in and then get a free bet. I also want to remind you um, that we are on Twitter now at Plays Sneaky. Um, Follow us um, pretty much every Friday through Sunday, uh, some solid Twitter stuff going on there. So, um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, big week this week, week 16. Uh, if you're into fantasy playoffs as well, um, good luck. And uh, we look forward to a solid week of football with playoff implications on the line. Good luck, everyone. Good luck to This podcast was brought to you by JokerMag.com. Home of Yellow Dog.